Buying or selling real estate can be stressful. After all, it's not any old house we're talking about, it's your home. So when it's time to buy or sell, you want to make sure your search is in capable hands. That's why we turn to Angie Cole and the team at A. Cole Realty. You've seen Angie featured on HGTV's House Hunters. Realtor Magazine named her one of the top realtors in the country. And just ask us, the numbers back her up. So listen up as we cover all the ins and outs of buying and selling a home here in the Triangle. It's time for the Savvy Realtor with Angie Cole. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Savvy Realtor. Walter Storholt here alongside Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, serving you all throughout the Triangle, not only in Raleigh, but all the surrounding locations as well. You can find us online at acolerealty.com. Cole is C-O-L-E, by the way. So that's acolerealty.com. And you can also reach out to Angie at any point in time by picking up the phone and calling 919-578-3128 if you've got questions about buying or selling homes here in the Triangle and you want to learn the ins and outs of it and have a great team behind you, call 919-578-3128. Angie, great to see you this week. Have you been uh, enjoying sort of this fall weather? We had like a warm Halloween and then now like, you know, it's back to kind of what we would expect for this time of year. Yeah, it's definitely cooled off. Um, I almost feel like it went from summer to winter. Right. I'm not a cold person. And so then a I'm... little blip back up for like a warm Halloween. And then yeah, kind of and then down. dropped right back off again. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it, it's nice. I, I'm excited to see, you know, the, the leaves changing and pull out my boots um, um, so, I mean, it has been nice. What were you for Halloween this year? Did you guys dress up or do anything? Yeah, we sure did. So we have a neighborhood party, which is always fun. And for mm. that, my husband and I, we were the Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, oh, so he was, you those know, are cl- I mean, that Jack, takes a lot of work for yeah, those outfits. Yeah. He was, you know, Jack the Skeleton and I was Sally. And then um, as a family for actual trick-or-treating night, uh, we dressed up as pirates. And then my daughter nice. was the blow-up parrot. For the pirates. Oh wow! Uh huh. You know, like those blow up dinosaurs. Um, yeah, yeah. A blow oh, up parrot. They have a blow up parrot yeah, now. Who would have known? So yeah, That's it was pretty cute. Cool. That's yeah. Cool. I always love the blow up dinosaurs. I know. They'd never get old. They're just, always just so funny. I know. When they walk and they just kind of waddle. With the little arms. It's you great. Know? Yeah. It's wonderful. It's fantastic. We have a um, a good friend who at their wedding, when they do like introducing the bride and groom and they come running out. Now, this had nothing to do with Halloween. This was, you know, just a random weekend. But totally surprised everybody by coming out for the walk. Right. She came out by herself and everybody was like, wait, where is, where is he? And then he came busting through the door chasing her in the alligator oh, thing. Oh, my goodness. And they did a dance with the, uh, not with the alligator, but with the dinosaur. They did a little dance with the dinosaur. Then he took it all off, and he was soaking wet because it was so hot. Oh, I can only imagine. <laughs> yeah, I, but I bet was, those things are not that breathable. I know there's a tiny little fan in there, but that's, yeah. that's just to keep it blown up, not to cool you off in any way. It made for some awesome pictures. That though, is great. Is that's awesome. Well, we've got a great show on the way for you today. We're going to answer some of your questions when we open up the mailbag here in just a few moments. We're also going to continue a conversation that we started a couple of weeks ago where we were talking about interviewing your real estate agent. As you look to work with an agent to buy or sell your home, what are some of the key questions you can ask them? We started this conversation a few weeks ago. We're going to continue it with kind of part two 
on today's show. Plus, we've got a great home to feature in the listing of the week and much, much more all on tap for today. But Angie, we'll start things off this week by seeing kind of what's up in the market. And I understand you've noticed some changes recently. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, it's it's been a super strong seller's market and we still have very, very low inventories, but we have seen a major shift. Um, I would say in probably the last three to four weeks, we've really noticed it where just homes are sitting on the market longer. You know, we think that it all might come into play where maybe buyers are getting tired of those multiple offers. It could be an increase in interest rates that we're seeing as well. Sellers maybe are staying put because there was nothing to buy. But yeah, all of a sudden, the days on the market for our listings are increasing, not just for ACOL Realty listings, mm-hmm. but across the board. You know, homes, townhomes under that 200 price point that used to fly off the market with multiple offers, they're now sitting. You know, so now is definitely the time to sell your home. I know every or most sellers have waited and waited because they wanted to sell at the very top of the market. Yeah. Well, guys, we've hit that top, and now is the time to get your money out. Out and move on to the next steps if that's what your goal is. Yeah, at, at some point, I know when we were selling our home, it was just like, how much further could it go up? Yeah. It just, you know, even if you wanted to cross your fingers and hope it would just keep going up, it was like, I never imagined it being here anyway, so right. let's just take advantage of it. Yep, yeah. Well, you, I mean, like I was telling you, Walter, you guys sold right <laughs> at the right time. I mean, you, you, you know, had it just point on, but yeah, it's now homes are sitting on the market. So, you know, now is the time to sell, take advantage of that super high sales price and run with it. <laughs> I'm, a <laughs> procrast- what I would do. I'm a procrastinator by nature. So oh, it, me too. It just worked out in this time. It, yeah. I was, it was just under Marks, the wire. Worked towards your advantage. <laughs> you, yeah, you, you timed it perfectly. Too funny. Well, it's, I think, really important to, when you're thinking about selling your home to not necessarily try to time the market. I mean, you hear that a lot in the stock and investment world of like, it's dangerous to try and time the market. I know in the real estate world, it can be tempting as well, just like it is in the stock market to try and get out at the very, very tippy top. But at some point, you have to realize, hey, if you're facing the opportunity for a gain, take advantage of it. And, right. you know, don't, don't try be and, greedy. <laughs> yeah, don't try yeah. and quibble over a couple of, you know, I mean, I guess this is a good lesson. So when, yeah. when we sold our home, we were kind of in that situation where we did get into the multiple offers and we could have kept kind of playing both sides and kept it going. Yeah. But at some point it was like, all right, we had a list price. We've exceeded that list price. We could continue to play these two back off of each other. But at some point, you're trying to be greedy and you're overreaching. And why don't we just be thankful for the success that we've experienced here? And right. And you could also, you know, you could have the buyers on the flip side who say, you know what? We're tired of playing this game. We're just going to back out and move on with yeah. something else. So yeah. you could uh, kick yourself in the in the booty, you know, if you try to play it a little bit too much. Sure. So you have to be careful. There is a line there. Mm-hmm. And uh, you and your team were great about talking about that when we were working with Lowry part of your team, she was kind of saying like, hey, we can probably get more out of this, but also keep in mind, we've got worries of, you know, potentially appraising this high because we've far gone above what we thought we'd be able to go above. And, you know, it just, she just gave great advice. We decided to, you know, lock it down and it all worked out from there. It's um, just really interesting to kind of analyze that situation. For sure. If you find yourself in that uh, mode right now of thinking of selling a home here in the near future, or if you're looking at buying a home and you need that real estate representative to help kind of walk you through that process, it really matters what team you work with. And uh, Angie Cole and her team are fantastic. You can get in touch with them online by going to acolerealty.com. That's acolerealty.com. 
realty.com or you can just google angie cole and you'll see her pop up right there c-o-l-e you can also call or text angie at 919-578-3128 that's 919-578-3128 all right angie we also uh, each week like to have a little uh, closing recap here on the program where we highlight one of the folks that worked with you and your team and had a successful closing in the past week who are we highlighting this week yeah, I thought we would highlight Sarah, who Sarah not only sold with us, but she also purchased with us. Nice. Sarah actually reached out to us because she found a home that she absolutely loved through Realtor.com. Our inside sales associate was quick to, you know, follow up with her and answer her questions about that specific listing, you know, and then hand her off to our amazing buyer specialist. So she ended up going under contract on a new build home in downtown Raleigh. And then on the flip side, she had a home in downtown Raleigh she needed to sell. And so we were able to to help her out to, you know, do a back-to-back closing is what it's called, where she ended up closing on her sale the morning of closing and then her new home the afternoon of closing. Um, As someone who's gone through this process and found it very stressful, to do that just seems like really stressful. But it's more common than you would think, It is very, very common. You know, it's not always perfect, but we were pretty confident with the location of her sale that we could work it out to do that back-to-back closing. She was luckily in a position where she didn't have to sell, but of course preferred to. So wonderful, sweet, amazing lady who, you know, we were thankful that she decided to use our our team with both buying and selling her home. That's awesome. Well, congratulations, Sarah. Glad that you had a successful conclusion to both buying and selling your home this past week here in uh, the Raleigh area. Very, very cool. Again, if you want to reach out to Angie Cole and her team, that number to call is 919-578-3128 if you want to have a successful story like Sarah. 919-578-3128. It's time for the mailbag here on the Savvy Realtor. This is where we answer your questions about what's going on in the real estate world or even in your particular situation. We've got three questions to feature this week, Angie. The first one comes to us from Travis in Raleigh. Travis says, I understand you use comps to determine a home's listing price, but that seems to put a ceiling on what I could get for my home as I can only go as high as others in my neighborhood. What if I want to be the home that sold for the most in my neighborhood? How can we make that happen? Travis, you are like every other seller that would love the same thing, you know, to be real with you. But that is a whole point of comparables. You know, it's pulling homes within your neighborhood if there's been enough recent closed sales, looking at similar square footage, similar age and similar style, and then homes that have closed at max in the last year. And from there, we can give you an idea of your home worth. You know, we would love for your home to sell above those. And that could maybe or potentially happen, but within reason. And the reason I say within reason is even if we can get you, say, 15000 above the last closed sale in your neighborhood, if the buyer is obtaining financing, it's a requirement for them to get an appraisal ordered. The appraiser will do the exact same thing that we did when we initially met with you and we pull comparables. You know, and if the value, the purchase price, is not justified by recent sales, then they will not lend or the lender will not lend that money to the buyer. So that means the buyer cannot purchase your home at that price point. So at that point, it's either the buyer making up the difference or you reducing the price. And if you only have one offer, I can bet you that no buyer is going to say, okay, I'll pay you this additional amount of money out of my pocket in order to get your home. You know, I bet you they are going to expect for you to wiggle down your price um, in order to go down to appraisal value. So, you know, it's not us putting a ceiling 
on the price or the value of your home. It's just us being realistic with what the market tells us your home is worth. You know, it's always our job with our team to get you the top price point and to sell your home as quick as possible. You know, but we also have to have those real conversations with you because once again, if we sell your home way above what others have sold for, you'll be excited in the beginning, but then you'll be upset once mm-hmm. we get to that appraisal and the appraisal comes in low. Your home is only worth what somebody else is willing to pay for it. So true. Minus what the bank <laughs> is willing to lend. Right, right. right. Unless that buyer's willing to come to the table with extra money to yeah. make up that difference, you know, which most are not, you know, you're, you're in a tough position. So, yes, you are limited by what your neighbor sold a home for, especially like, you know, to go a little bit deeper, if you're in a neighborhood where maybe there's a lot of foreclosures or maybe mm-hmm. there was a lot of what people call fire sales, maybe personal yeah. situations made those sellers sell at a very discounted price. You know, if there's just one of them, okay, we can throw that out. But if there's a lot of those recent types of sales, that will affect you and it Mm -hmm. will affect your sales price. It doesn't matter that those were foreclosures or so-called fire sales. Now, I've actually got a a follow-up question about that bringing extra money to the table. What is that actual rule when we say like the bank will only lend what it appraises for? Correct. But if somebody's putting down a certain down payment, does that give them wiggle room or is there a certain percentage? Like how does that actual rule work? Yeah. So say we have a two hundred thousand dollar home okay. and you know, maybe they are putting down, I don't know, twenty percent on that two hundred thousand dollar home. Okay. So no like matter forty K, right? Right. right okay. Yep. So no matter what, so the max that um, say the bank is going to lend this person is two hundred thousand. But that means that they've already agreed that 40000 will be paid at closing for a down payment. Right. So making up the difference, so say this home, they were going to purchase it at two hundred five, but the appraisal value came in at two hundred. dollars okay? okay? There's a $5,000 difference there. So not only will the buyer still need to put down their $40,000, their 20%, which, you know, that was what they were planning on doing in the first place, but they would also need to bring an additional $5,000 to the table. Okay. So they're, in reality... At the day of closing, they're actually bringing now $45,000 to closing. So that doesn't, your down payment and that difference, you know, that is now being requested is completely separate. Same thing with closing costs. Your down payment and closing costs are two separate, you know, entities. Mm-hmm. So you have your, you know, 40K, but then your closing costs could be maybe five or 6000 So that's on top of your down payment. I know a lot of uh, buyers, they can get those two confused. Yeah. From a buyer's perspective, that's why you have to be careful if you get approved for, let's say, 200 and you're shopping at 200 If you get into that situation where you've got to bid more and the home doesn't necessarily appraise for that amount, you yeah. just have to start being really careful there if you don't have that extra funds. Well, even if you say we're in the same scenario and we had a purchase price of 205 and this buyer was qualified for maybe a $300,000 home. Mm-hmm. If the value, the appraisal comes back only at two hundred, still the lender will only finance that two hundred thousand. Even though you qualified for more. It doesn't make a difference, right, right? Because they will not take the burden of lending you money on a home that they feel now is overpriced mm-hmm. because that's, you know, extra uh, you know, just risk, risk on their for end. Them, yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. Great question, Travis. Thank you. It sparks an interesting conversation for sure. And uh, I think it's just always something to be aware of uh, that pricing a home, always sort of uh, part of the big mystery there. Braden in Wake Forest has our next question here on the mailbag. Braden says, I'm trying to figure out what to do when it comes to selling my home. On one hand, I could sell it pretty much as is, knowing that I won't get top dollar, but also not putting much into it and probably do a for sale by owner. Or I could hire a Realtor, do some upgrades to the home, and probably get a nice increase in sales price. 
But once you take out all the upgrade pricing and commissions, it seems like I'll just wash out. How do you help folks evaluate a decision like that? Am I missing something? So, Braden, first of all, you know, whether you decide to sell your home as is or put some upgrades in it, you know, having doing it for sale by owner could be done or you could also hire a real estate agent to represent you. No matter what, if you hire a real estate agent, especially our team, you know, I can't speak for everyone, but I know that our marketing is above and beyond what the normal agents in our market, you know, will present to you. And I can bet you we will get you a higher price point. So I know a lot of potential sellers feel that whenever I'm paying a realtor to list my home, you know, I have to take into account their commission. Well, if you hire a wonderful realtor to work for you, they should be able to not only get you the amount back for their commission, but above that. You know, and you're talking about selling the home as is or doing some upgrades to get a higher price point. Almost always I've seen if you put some money into your home, follow the guidelines that, you know, Acol Realty tells you the next steps to take, that you will get back a much higher price point. Because when you go to sell a home as is, you know, when buyers are walking through, they will immediately say, this needs to be done, this needs to be done. And Mm -hmm. they just really will depreciate the, you know, real value of your home because of just the stress and annoyance of doing those upgrades and repairs. So, you know, not only are they thinking about how much it costs, but just thinking about their time invested. Mm -hmm. And the time invested will reflect then in the dollar amount and the offer that they make you. Yeah. It's interesting debate, Braden. We went through something similar with this, not on the for sale by owner, because I never wanted to even go down that route by myself, but just the upgrade considerations. We were like, well, we could sell it as it is and just let them make all their own choices and whatnot. But you just don't know. I mean, that's quite the gamble. You don't know how much you're going to be docked for those things. And you also don't know just how much benefit you're going to get from adding those yourself, you know, that there are. But I feel like we made the right decision in doing new floors, updating one of the bathrooms For sure. and, uh, you know, new paint throughout the whole house and, you know, upgrading some of the deck, you know, staining the deck and doing some of these things, new gravel in the driveway. We made all these little additions into some of those big ones as well. And there were just, there was no debate on any of the people that came through. It was all everybody was considering the top dollar and everybody was, you know, there were just, there was nothing to knock the house. Buyers, on, you know buyers I mean? are picky. They really are. And when they're looking at homes, say they go through and they look at 10 homes, they don't walk into those homes and say, okay, which home do I love and can I fall in love with? Instead, they say, which homes can I remove from my list? Mm-hmm. And so they start nitpicking your home apart. And if they all of a sudden say, okay, we need new painting, we need to right. upgrade this bathroom, you know, we, Even we need new flooring. Even if it's still a good deal, now it just looks it's, like a headache. But it's, mm-hmm. it's the time invested that they'll have to take care of these things down the road. And so they then will eliminate your home. But that's where a real estate agent comes into you know play. And you really need to have that discussion on what items are most important to upgrade. Mm-hmm. I've There's been you know situations that we go in for a listing presentation and the seller is so excited to show us all of the upgrades they made to their home. But you know what? At some point, you can over-improve sure. and then not yeah. get that money back, especially when they're more you know specific to your you know wants or your yeah. likings. You can make those mistakes. So sometimes bare minimum improvements or changes mm-hmm. are best versus, of course, complete overhauls. You know that's not always needed and could Ho- hurt you. Hopefully, you don't get annoyed listening to all of my own personal examples. But hey, when you've recently been through this process, it's just something you draw to. But again, with you guys, perfect example of that was in our backyard. 
we had kind of one of those, you know, just old metal storage sheds, right? Just not a nice one. Now, I did power wash it. That made it look 10 times better. But <laughs> right. still, the, the wood floor on the inside of it was rotted out. It still didn't look that pretty, even with the power washing. It was old white. It was kind of just standing, in, not in the middle of the yard, but kind of halfway down the backside of the yard. It just, if we were going to live there for a long time, I would have torn it down and put up a new one at that point. That was actually going to be one of our major projects. And I was like, do I need to upgrade that? Because I was thinking, all right, let's put in a nice new shed. They'll really like that. We can even run electrical out to it. So it right. can be like a true work shed and, and invest all of that time, effort, and money into upgrading that. And you guys were like, nah, it doesn't need it. No, don't, I, don't go that far. Once again, that's personal <laughs> preference to, you know, one person they might love it and say, oh, I could use this for whatever, you right. know, an office or a work area. But to the next buyer, it could be completely useless and they might want to tear it down anyways. Right. So, yes, there's some items that um, it's smart to invest, you know, a couple of dollars mm-hmm. into improving and upgrading. And then there's other items that you could over improve and not get your money back for it. Yeah. I just thought that was a good example of that kind of debate. For sure that you're kind of battling with right there. And so if you're thinking about listing your home and you would like to schedule a listing presentation, our team would love to come out and meet with you. At that time, we'll do a walkthrough of your home. We'll then sit down, tell you a little bit more about our team setup, go through our marketing plan, and then share with you comparables in a net proceeds sheet. And also tell you if there's things we feel like you should do to get a higher price point for your home. So if you would like to schedule a listing presentation with our team, which of course is a free consultation um, and take. I would say about 45 minutes. Give us a call or you can text us. The number is 919-578-3128. So once again, to schedule a listing presentation with A. Cole Realty, which is no obligation, a free consultation, just give us a call at 919-578-3128. That's all you have to do to get in touch. And you can have that conversation with Angie Cole and her team. Have them come out, give you a one-on-one conversation and view of your home from that selling standpoint. What's the marketing plan going to look like? Uh, What are some of those upgrades you need to consider? If you want to work with one of the best realtors here in the Triangle, Angie Cole and her team at A. Cole Realty certainly fit the bill. In fact, just this year, they were voted the number one real estate agent in Raleigh by Midtown Magazine and number one in Wake County by Indie Week. You can check them out on Zillow.com. Look up Angie Cole and you'll see all those amazing five-star reviews that have been left there uh, by folks who have worked with her team in the past. Or call directly 919-578-3128. That's 919-578-3128. You can also text that number with your question or inquiry as well. 919-578-3128. There's more coming up on today's show. Strap in. This is the Savvy Realtor with Angie Cole. Each week, we unpack the mortgage process of buying and selling. This is the Mortgage Moment with Chris Murray of Homeside Financial. Chris, what are some of the top mistakes you see people make when it comes to the mortgage process? Assets are number one problem, and that is either consumers don't have enough assets to buy, they move money around too much, they make large deposits that we can't trace or document, That's the biggest problem that we run into. The second problem we run into is job changing. Mm -hmm. People change jobs through the process, whether they think about it or not, that can become problematic as well. So 
definitely before you move money or before you change jobs, talk to your lender before you do anything important like that. It's not that any of those things are wrong. It's just that there needs to be documentation for, and people maybe don't know this. I mean, when you go through the mortgage application process, I mean, your records are open for scrutiny and they're going to wonder, where did this come from? Where did that come from? Where is this going? And if you can't answer those questions, that makes the loan folks nervous, right? Absolutely. So I, I asked when we have this problem come up and consumers get a little miffed that we are asking about specific deposits, what I ask them to do is step into the shoes of an underwriter for a second, and the underwriter's always playing devil's advocate. So they want to make sure that you're not borrowing that money and that we haven't included that money in your debt-to-income ratio. Money laundering is also an enormous issue these days, mm-hmm. and that is the CFPB and the all of our advisors' number one issue is that we've got to make sure that somebody is not moving money into and out of an account that we can't trace. Wow. Okay. So just uh, be careful with how much is moving around. Make sure you can kind of support what's happening. Absolutely. I mean, I guess the non-nefarious you know, examples would just be like mom and dad gave you X amount of dollars, so you've just got a, a huge influx of cash all of a sudden, maybe to help you buy the home. Sometimes that can be viewed negatively in a loan officer's eyes because it's kind of like, well, you didn't earn this money. This is not going to be something that's going to help you continue to pay the mortgage. Not necessarily. We just want to make sure that you don't have to pay mom and dad back, that it's definitely a gift and not a borrowed money. So the mom and dad would have to supply a gift letter and actually supply their bank statements to make sure that they have the ability to gift you that funds and they're not actually having to go into debt to give you that money. So if you're ready to take those next steps and speak with Chris with Homeside Financial to get pre-qualified, you can either call or text at 919-538-6477. From there, Chris will follow back up with you to start that qualification process. So once again, you can text or call at 919-538-6477 to start the pre-qualification process. You're listening to the Savvy Realtor with Angie Cole. Let's get back to the show. Moving along today on the Savvy Realtor, Walter Storholt here alongside Angie Cole. She's the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, serving you throughout the triangle. And you can find Angie online by going to acolerealty.com. That's acolerealty.com. Or by calling 919-578-3128. If you've got questions, call or text that number, in fact, 919 578 3128. All right, Angie, we talked a couple of weeks ago about interviewing your agent, making sure that you choose wisely when you're looking for a real estate agent and realize the fact that you can interview those agents that you're meeting with so that you can help, you know, find the right one. A couple of the points that we covered, just a quick recap on that last conversation was be sure to ask a selling agent, what's your average days on the market? And we outlined uh, why that would be an important question to ask. Also, what's your list to price ratio and how many homes have you sold this year all good questions to ask a potential selling agent something else that's really important to ask and i know you love answering this question angie because you and your team really pride yourselves on this one would be what marketing techniques do you use why is that such an important question for a seller to ask that's super important i mean the whole job of a real estate agent is to market a home right market a home also negotiate on your behalf but it all starts off with marketing and that's how we then get potential buyers 
into your home to in order to get offers. You know, if we're not marketing your home effectively, we're not getting any traffic. You and know, marketing goes beyond just like, you know, listing it in MLS, right? I, I was going to say exactly that. Yeah. So, you know, if your agent is just listing your home in MLS and putting a for sale sign in the front yard, mm-hmm. that is not enough. That's a no brainer. We should all be using signage. We should all be putting your home into MLS. But your agent should be doing way more above and beyond that. So make sure that you're asking about the marketing techniques. You know, I won't go into detail as far as everything that ACOL Realty does, but, you know, for example, we have the radio show here, mm-hmm. right? You know, what other agent in our market has the opportunity to market your home on a radio show, which goes yeah. out to, I mean, how many thousands of people? Zero. <laughs> no, a lot. <laughs> No, no, no. Um, to the earlier question. Oh, 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 got it, got it, got it. Okay. I was like so confused. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, you know, marketing is number one. You know, how many contacts do they mm-hmm. have in their database that they're actively marketing your home to? You know, what type of social media techniques are they using? I mean, this day and age, guys, we're in the technology stages of things where someone needs to really utilize social media yeah. to get your home sold. You know, virtual I, tours. I was surprised when ads. you told me just how many people are finding homes on social media these oh. days. It is absolutely crazy, you know, or just even beyond social media, just what are what is your agent doing above and beyond to make sure that your home is popping up as, you know, the first home in the searches on just the Internet in in general. Mm -hmm. Um, I, you know, had spoken about who our closing of the week was. And like I mentioned, she found us on Realtor.com, you know, because she was searching on Realtor.com for a home. And so you need to make sure that the agent that you hire to market your home is going above and beyond and doing more than just MLS and signage. Great point. Sorry, another good question to ask your real estate agent. What makes you different from other real estate companies? Yeah. So, I mean, I know, first of all, our accolades, I mean, shows a lot, you know, how wonderful our team has been in regards to our, our clients' feedback, testimonials. You know, if you go on to Zillow, we have well over 200 testimonials, all five-star reviews right now, you know, and that shows that we've done an amazing job for our closed, both sellers and buyers, you know, but it goes back again to marketing. You know, we have an extensive marketing plan in place to get your home sold, get it sold fast and at top dollar. And also just really understanding the process and making sure that our clients have a seamless process. So, I mean, we have it figured out. We It is a well-oiled machine when it comes to working with our team to make sure that the process is smooth and seamless, you know, from day one until after closing, you know, there should be no hiccups. We should always be one step ahead of you in the transaction. And so, you know, our team, I, I do run the team. So, of course, I think we are the best, but we are the best. Mm-hmm. You know, we know what we're doing. We've been doing this for several several years. You know, we've helped several clients. On average, we help over 200 buyers and sellers close on a home, you know, every single year. And so we are the best in the market. If your realtor isn't using all the tools that are at their disposal in this day and age, if they're not doing everything they can to list and market your home, I think a big question to ask is why? Why aren't you going that extra mile, taking those extra steps? Because that can be a very revealing question as to why they're not. It really is. And, you know, there's a lot of, you know, agents in our market that have been in this business for 40 years. But you know what? Just because you've been in the business for a long time doesn't mean that you Mm -hmm. are up to date with the new tactics of selling a home. So make sure sure you are going through and really asking the agent that you're interviewing, you know, what are they doing to market your home? Because once again, I mean, marketing is, is number one. 
Yeah, experience is great, but it can only take you so far. Last but not least, are we, this is a question you can ask your real estate agent, or maybe this one's a little bit more of a rhetorical question or a question to ask yourself as you're talking to the realtor, but nonetheless, a question is, are we a good personality fit? Why would it be important to match from a personality perspective in what is essentially a business transaction? Yeah. I mean, we always say, you know, jokingly, you will be married to us for a while, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's so true. You know, we will be speaking, you know, maybe on a daily basis, you know, there will be a lot of back and forth. There will be some disputes, you know, per se, like in a a marriage, Mm -hmm. not disputes, but hard times, you know, pushback and and deeper conversation. right? Yeah. And so you need someone who is a good personality match with you that you feel confident in, that you can trust who can also, you know, crack a joke and you feel comfortable working with because you will be married to that person until after closing, you know, and we love to be married to you beyond the closing. But it's important that you enjoy working with the real estate agent that you have chosen to list your home. Yeah, absolutely. I think all of these things are really, or to use one of Angie's words, super important uh, (laughs) to make sure that you're on top of this. These are just great questions to ask your real estate agent. Angie, I know that you just recommend this all the time. Yeah, interview your agent. Ask me any question you want. It's it's nothing you're going to try and skirt around or avoid answering on a particular topic, kind of an an open book. And I think that's really important. Yeah, 100%. I mean, we we love the clients that we work with. I mean, we love our job. We love selling homes. We know that we're amazing and we're great at it. You know, that's where our continued success has come from. But you need to make sure that when you are interviewing agents to list your home or to potentially list your home, you're going through all of these items and making sure that you are choosing the best agent because you make that one mistake and you don't choose the right agent and that can really hurt you. Your home will not get sold in the long run. You end up taking a lower price than what was needed. So there's a lot of, you know, backlash and effects that can come along with going with the wrong agent. And so if you're thinking about selling your home and you want to get an idea of what your home is worth in today's market, we would love to be kind of your one-stop shop. The best way to go about that is texting the word listing to the phone number 555-888. From there, we will send you a text. Make sure you click the link and input your address so we then can send you an idea of your home worth. So once again, if you're thinking about selling your home in today's market and you wanna get an idea of where you can list your home, go ahead and text the word listing to the phone number 555-888. That's all you have to do is send that text. Listing is the word. Put that in the message field and send it to the number 555-888. That's all it takes to find out that potential value of your home as you're looking to sell here in the Triangle in the near future. Just text the word listing, L-I-S-T-I-N-G, to the number 555-888. Great resource and tool to use from your local Realtor here in the Triangle, Angie Cole. By the way, if you're like, oh, I, I don't like texting or I don't have a smartphone, I don't want to do all that, can I just call you? The answer to that, of course, is yes, absolutely, you can call. Again, that number to call is 919-578-3128. That's 919-578-3128. And you can have that conversation about buying or selling your home or the team can run that tool for you to find out what your estimated home value might be. So any way you want to get in touch, you can do it by texting listing to 555-888 or by calling 919-578-3128. Or if you like to just go online, you can Google Angie Cole or go directly to the website acolerealty.com. Angie, thanks for all your help this week. Pleasure talking to you and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Sounds like a plan. Thank you. We'll see you again next week right back here on the Savvy Realtor with Angie Cole. Angie Cole.